0: Welcome to episode number 13, Reaching Your Goals.
1: This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome Welcome to to our level. level. We We hope hope you enjoy enjoy the views. views.
0: Alright, you are now tuned into the Rotated Views Podcast. This is episode number 13, Reaching Your Goals. I'm here with Gabe, Goose, and Manny. I am Jimmy Lee, your host, and uh, this episode is about reaching your goals, and if you're new... Uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you for visiting us. Thank you for subscribing. If you had not had a chance yet, please download and subscribe. Leave a review. Uh, All the above is uh, much appreciated. Um, This episode, we're going to be talking about reaching your goals, uh, goal setting for our kids, sticking to our word, achieving our goals, and understanding the process. And we wrap the episode up with quotes from Zig Ziglar and Mario Andretti. Alright, so how we like to start off um, every episode is with a story, so I'm going to give you a brief story of something pretty special that happened about two weeks ago, and uh, this was a suggestion by Manny, so we're going to go with it. This story is with uh, about LeBron James, Mr. Strive for Greatness himself. Wins his third NBA World Championship title two weeks ago, breaks multiple records, and against all odds, defeats the team with the best regular season record in NBA history. He was emotional, he was inspiring, he was sensational to say the least. Watching history unfold itself right before your eyes is amazing. In my opinion, he confirmed his greatness and absolutely solidified his name amongst the best athletic leaders the world has ever seen. On Instagram, he shared an image of him holding the Larry O'Brien NBA Championship Trophy with the following caption. So, from King James himself. They said you lost a step. Wasn't explosive as it once was. The best days was in the rear view. Questioned your drive, your leadership, your commitment. You don't have killer instinct. Going back home is the worst mistake in your career. He got the coach fired. Players traded. Won't work between him and Kyrie. Him and Kev won't work. Love your teammates too much. There's no way he can deliver a championship in his hometown, etc., etc., etc. But guess what? That's none of my business in caps lock. And he's wearing the hat frog with the sipping tea. Hashtag strive for greatness. Hashtag this one is for the land. Hashtag put some respect on my name. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Yes, sir. (laughs) So there you have it. That's awesome. Mr. Three Rings. Mr. Strive for Greatness. And uh, this podcast is obviously titled Reaching Your Goals. And um, so, so... Manny, yeah, I mean, this was something that you specifically wanted to talk about. I, I I love this topic. I love you know, the NBA. I love sports. Um, so this was something that I was like, yes, let's do it.
2: Sure. I mean, to, what, what was you know the it was the uh I mean this was the biggest I guess story in sports right? A guy gets drafted by his hometown team, stays there for a couple of years. Uh, I mean, essentially, abandons ship. Right? I mean, he leaves. He goes to Miami. Uh, Four years later, wins two titles, did something he couldn't do uh, in Cleveland, but did it in Miami, and then all of a sudden, you know, four years later, he goes back home. And every marketing, every story was revolved around he came back to win it for Cleveland. Now, mind you, probably by the age of 12, he's probably kind of carried this burden, I guess you could call, Um, and really, it was kind of forced upon him, so um you know, going through the whole, going through high school, being the biggest high school athlete probably ever, then going into the NBA and being the next big thing behind, you know, Kobe, Michael, and all that. Um, he was kind of pushed into the limelight, so to speak, and given the name King James, right? I really didn't. Part of me doesn't even like, didn't like LeBron because I didn't like the way he uh, treated his teammates during the season um but i just found myself rooting for him at the end i just wanted him to do it it's a fantastic story it's almost fake very fairy tale ish in, yeah. yeah. in a sense like you couldn't write it any better than that and he, he accomplished the goal so um and i went back i was like wow i'm just amazed like he re- legitimate goal that everybody in the world knew about mm. it wasn't hidden it wasn't like oh i'll do it for myself i'll say something i'll write something on a piece of paper and put it down underneath the computer uh And then one day, when you finally accomplish it, you can look at it, and you can you know cheer yourself on and congratulate yourself. No, the whole world saw it, watched it happen, and you know he grew up in front of the whole world, so I mean this was the culmination this was this was it this was the apex, so um much respect to him and and the the journey it took to get to that championship
0: yeah, I mean, for me, I think of three things so uh to take it back an entire year. They played the same team, yep. um, and, uh, under very different circumstances, but it was the same team that they played. Um, everybody from, I believe, everybody from Golden State Warriors was healthy last year. Um, yeah. And this year, and and so, Cleveland Cavaliers had a few. I think Kyrie Irving was out with a blown knee or something. Just the team wasn't there. Yeah. Both yeah. of them are Kevin Love them. was out, whatever. And I remember watching this game, the, the this series last year, and was like this dude literally put the everything on his back. Yep. Like he was literally trying to win the game himself. Right. Because he had no one to go to, really. He had a couple, you know, younger guys that weren't experienced and never were never on that platform before. Here this guy already has two rings, he knows what it takes. But it was just, it was exhausting watching him. So yeah. when I watched this series unfold, I thought of that and two other things. Well, the, immediately, um, what I thought of while he was winning and everyone started doubting the the, the Golden State Warriors because they're, they're up 3-1 in this series. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, game after game, here it's like 3-2, it's 3-3. And now we're at, the game seven, mm-hmm. and he had it in his eyes. He had the killer instinct that they're talking about. You just saw it. And everyone, if you're rooting for the Golden State Warriors, you were like, oh, man, this dude has it tonight. He And he's not letting this thing go. Not yeah. even tonight. He had it over the last three games. Like yeah. He came back with 41 points. Next game, 41 points. Like This dude wanted it. And it was like, dude, he's doing the same thing he did last year, but this time he has a complete package has a complete team and all i could think of was these cleveland fans going crazy and then images of five years ago or whenever that was them burning his jersey yeah Mm -hmm. and just throwing it in the flames and hated this dude and whatever and here he comes with the whole city on his back away dude what this guy was doing was literally like Unbelievable watching it unfold, it was like jaw-dropping. You're like, mm-hmm. he talk about defying the odds, uh, dude. I'm getting like the chills like crazy. He's like, this dude's defying odds one after another. Records were being broken. I mean, it was just unbelievable. And then he wins the championship. So they win. And he puts on that, you know, the you know, the hug where the 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 memorable hug that everyone will remember <laughs> forever. Um, Just because the funny, it was kind of, he got caught making this weird face and it just looks goofy, but he was emotional. Um, There was a lot going on and dude, uh, who cares? This dude, it was something that was, you know, uh, it was unheard of. And then, so once that happened, what I thought of was the interview of him being, I think he was 17 or 18 years old. And you could tell it was a young, little young uh, LeBron James coming out of high school, going into the NBA and was contracted for this $99 million contract with Nike you know signed to the Cavaliers like it was wild mm-hmm. and in this interview they asked him so, so what do you fear most uh, LeBron you have literally the world in your palms and he's like to be honest with you living up to the expectations everyone has for me um, and then that that was the third thing that flashed in my mind seeing him hold that that trophy. Like, dude, and you, you lived up to it. Like, you lived up to all the predictions, but here's the best part. Even better than anyone yeah. could have predicted. Mm-hmm. You didn't let no one down. I don't care what people say. Oh, they let, he let us down when he left uh, Cleveland, went to Miami, came back. Let's be honest. At least he left and came back with rings. Yep. It's not like he left, right, came right. back empty-handed. He came yeah. back with knowledge. He came back with wisdom. He came back with experience. He was more of a leader. He actually knew how to lead. There was a different tone in his voice when you hear him in the locker room. And people say, you know, hes they call him coach now because yeah. it's like, dude. You, you. But I just think when someone has that much of a presence, I love the fact that he doesn't hold it back. Because the thing is, is the spotlight is on him. So we keep, this. the same kind of goes on the same thing with uh, all these celebrities we see kind of grow up in front of us. It was like, dude, what if a spot what if a camera was on you when you're a thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen? Yeah, yeah. How would you act? Exactly. It's right. not normal. So no. the fact that we're putting all this judgment and pressure, but this dude comes through. I don't know. That 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 that's that was my thing.
2: That that me was it was the same thing as, as going back to him at, you know, eight seventeen, eighteen years old and carrying all that. So there's 12 13 years of emotion that came out in that one you know that one vi that one picture mm. but in that one celebration there was 12 13 years of just you know it was the culmination Relief. all the that's it that think about how much pressure was built up for then that to spew out the way it did right I mean that talk about reaching your goals that that's it yeah. that's what it feels like I don't yeah. think he could describe it I don't even I think he's probably still floating at this point. He he might need a little bit of time after it's all said and done. After it finally slows down and he's done all the tours and everything like that, he'll finally like think about it after the fact. He might be doing it now, you know, a, a week or two after the fact. But think about that.
0: Like, that was the climax of his
2: absolutely. career. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, it, it's, um, it's unbelievable. The
0: dude has like 13 pairs of shoes. One of the most bought jerseys in the NBA. Most bought sneaker. Under Jordan, and dude, it's like wild. Like, yeah. this dude is like he's the real deal. Like, yeah. if you've ever seen something that was like hyped up so much and not deliver, you're like, Oh, kind of expect that. He's young, he didn't go to college. Um, and all of a sudden, you see someone actually, you know, how happy is Nike?
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, oh. yep. <laughs> how happy, you know, because dude, there's so much put on a 17 year old kid. Like, people have come at that age but not with that level of investment. Uh,
2: no. I mean, they gave him money before he even stepped on a, a lot of money before he even stepped on a, a court, an NBA court anyway. And he delivered. Yeah, absolutely.
0: He didn't get the ring for whatever it was, seven years or whatever it was, yeah. but he delivered. Um, so ju- so just to go back over uh, the whole reaching your goals theme, I want to also provide you guys uh, with Webster's <coughs> Dictionary uh, version of uh, what a goal is is and what it means to achieve so according to the dictionary a goal is something that you have or something that you are trying to do or achieve and achieve is defined as to get or reach something by working hard um, and to become successful uh, colon to reach a goal um, so setting goals is one thing reaching them is a whole other thing. Um, this also reminds me of when uh, a good mentor, or not even a mentor, but like a coach uh, of mine, explained uh, being busy versus being productive, and that there's a difference. Um, the people who are productive are the people who reach the goals. The people who are productive are the people who change lives. They change the way the earth rotates in in people's minds um when you're just doing busy work people get that confused with being productive um people get that confused with i'm hustling i'm doing my thing i'm grinding it out this goes back to what we always talk about as being an effective person you have to be efficient and effective that is what i'm talking about when 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 someone is productive it's efficient and effective um just being busy is not going to get you to, to the goal. You might, you might hit like, you know, you know, get some ground, make up some ground by just outright hustling. But at the end of the day, you have to be doing the right thing. Because a lot of times they say you climbed up that ladder just to realize it was up against the wrong wall. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You have to know what your
1: goal is and be focused on what it actually is. Cause that's how you're, I guess, to be most efficient is to plan that out and actually, you know, do it to the most, like I said, the most efficient, or the most
0: effective way that you can possibly do it. Right. And in, in order to do that, you have to know where you are today. Exactly. You have to know where you are today. Um, otherwise, setting that goal, and how, how do you know when you're going to, how do you know how you can actually reach it if you're nowhere near um, um, whatever it takes to, to attain that, that, that goal? So he realized, LeBron James realized, that being with Cleveland... And, and, and basically being the, the spokesperson for the team and, and, and the drive and the captain and the leader, um, him alone, he, he, he couldn't figure out what the recipe was. Mm-hmm. He had all the ingredients. He just couldn't put them all together. There was something that was missing or that he was putting in with wrong timing. Um, I don't know what it was, but he had to step back um go to another team find a recipe understand the process better gain some experience knowledge wisdom whatever it was and came back he put in 7 years with one team got nothing put in what was it 3 or 4 years with another team and got two rings yeah like and then came back his first year took him to the championship mm-hmm. right second year he gets a ring mm-hmm. like
1: well I, I guess that goes with the whole get out of your comfort zone too because him staying in his hometown and all that stuff too was like, yeah, you said something had to change in order to to get better. And I guess him having to go to a totally different team was that that getting out of your comfort zone, being in a totally different city and getting new like I said, new experiences from different people Absolutely. that you don't
0: always get a,
1: are able to interact with.
0: Absolutely. And I love the fact that the level of maturity that takes, um, to leave somewhere to understand that you have... He gave an effort. It wasn't like he was there for two years, three years, and he's like, "Dude, I can't." He said, "I, I have to. I have. To, I want to learn how to. I want to learn how to win." And we're not winning. And there's something that there's missing. He bluntly said that when he left. And this is what I was saying. He effectively and efficiently did it in half the time. Came back with two rings. in mm-hmm. half the time of his entire NBA career came back, and in a quarter of that time. Gets another ring. Yeah, he's literally getting better before our own eyes. Like he's literally, like getting better with his old team. Like I, I, if you just look at his career, and people were mad because LeBron James, uh, basically made his own path in the NBA and switched it up, and they're mad because they said Jordan never left the Chicago Bulls. Jordan never. But the problem with that was, is he never wanted to be ever compared to Jordan. People themselves compared him naturally to Jordan Mm -hmm. because they witnessed how great this kid was. Um, I just love that he rewrote history, though. I love that he's not doing what Jordan did. I love that I honestly believe he's going to get, if not six, seven rings by the time he's done. They said uh, by the end of his career, he still has seven more Jordan years. Hmm. So he has seven more years to get four rings. That's pretty. That's pretty hard, mm-hmm. but once you hit that consecutive thing, he did it over there. Got two rings, whatever it was. Oh, oh, it was because it was a half a season. You guys remember that? That's when he got the first ring, LeBron. It was a half a season. Uh, it, it was, was a like short, a strike. Yeah, it yeah. Was it was a, oh, he had yeah, half a season. That's why they won. Then the following year, yeah. he did it again. And it was like, no, this guy, come on, yeah. let's go. And um, he, he he's doing everything totally different. That's why I love. Then maybe twenty years down the road, maybe another kid will come and they'll compare him to oh he's the new LeBron blah 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 why would you want someone else's story he has to have his own story Mm -hmm. he's I think he's doing it different I think he's doing it uh it could possibly be better um and I also don't like the comparison it it these people compare it this even goes back this goes with music this goes with other sports like boxing when people do the whole Mike Tyson and uh comparison and with Mayweather and all these other guys, we're like dude, it's a different. First of all, it's different eras. Yeah, yeah. Um, different rules, different everything. Um, it's just a comparison. Things weird, but w- when we're talking about reaching and achieving your goals, um, he stuck with the script and yeah. he changed it. He adjusted. They said Tiger Woods has changed his swing over a hundred times in his career. Yeah, changed the way he swings. Tiger Woods,
3: mm-hmm.
0: at one point, arguably the best golfer in the world. And he was continually changing his, his swing. Um, anyway, so talking about reaching your goals, so let's let's, let's jump into the next segment. Um, so, in your life, what was your greatest accomplishment um, outside of being a parent, um, and why? What was you know like the feeling or the emotion um, that
3: you know might carry with that? No, well, obviously, it's owning my uh, my own business. Having, from going from working with, working for somebody to working for yourself. Like, the, just to, the, like, as a kid, cutting hair in a, in a basement garage or whatever it was, to actually working in a barbershop was one goal. Yeah. Working for someone, and then switching it up and owning my own business to have my own with employees behind me. Like, that was, like, a big accomplishment for me on top of, like just working for someone and just grinding it out for someone. Now I'm just doing it for myself. And now it's the next step is to make the shop bigger and more. And like, those are other goals that after I, obviously I just completed this one. My those are goals that go after and they just keep coming and coming. And there's micro goals in between you want to accomplish. But, um, yeah, that was, that was one of my, my, uh, greater achievements and it's it just makes my um it it, it makes my life better like to provide for my family and stuff
0: absolutely so it, that was that was a cool one because um not only that it was in our hometown yeah um it was at the barbershop we used to go to when we were kids
3: yeah yeah
0: um so there there was it was like kind of it was a layered um achievement uh, almost so when yeah. so when it actually happened there were so many different complexities, so many different moving parts, for that to actually happen and manifest is just like, how in the world you yeah. can't make this stuff up. No. This is like I mean to, to open up a shop was a goal, but to uh open up a shop at something that had more meaning that was like an authentic barber shop for our almost a hundred years. Yeah, in right? Our town. Yep. Yeah, in our own town where we grew up, I mean uh that that's it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's that's one of my favorite um, goals for something. Watching someone else and watching that that unfold. I mean, it's unreal. For me, it was um, last year writing my book and um, producing my spoken word album. That was something uh, for the first time in my life that I physically saw th- life unfold. Itself almost in slow motion I literally set a goal and I've set goals before and and hit my goals and stuff like that but This one was way different. This one was all on me Um, When it came to time investment uh, Money investment putting the whole thing together coordinating the right proper people I knew nothing about either industry and um, to put it together and have actually have that belief that if I put in enough hard work and, and effective um, war, uh, effort that this can actually unfold, this can actually happen, because um, it, it didn't matter how, I, I just knew why, mm-hmm. and that's all I kept in front of me, why I was doing this, why I wanted to dedicate uh, both projects to my, uh, to my father who passed away in 2012 uh, from pancreatic cancer, who's my role model. And, um, so having that, I had told him one time that I was, I'm going to I'm going to write my own book. So that's where that whole thing came from. And, uh, it was titled, uh, the motivation files. And then the spoken word album came out. It was almost like impregnated, I guess, from, from the book idea. I wasn't even going to do the album. Um, the album came out of being so motivated about writing this book Um, And then the book changed because of the album. So it was just like, man, these things were, it was like they're working with each other and it made for one heck of a year. And it was was just absolutely amazing. I actually put the podcast off an entire year just to complete those two projects. And I said, in 2015, I'm definitely writing a book. And I got so excited. I said, I'm putting an album out too. (laughs) And initially the album was honestly was to promote the book. Which no one ever, no one knows because it kind of went the way so the way it, the way it
1: happened. Re- it was supposed to be in reverse.
0: A- initially, yeah, and then I flipped them like, oh, you know, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use the album to promote the book. Hmm, nice. And then it didn't work out that way, but that's how you know it started. And I was like, I, I want to put it, and then I put so much time and effort into this, like literally blood, sweat, and tears. Oh, yeah. That was like, the, there's no way I'm not doing this at this point, <laughs> and. uh there's just sometimes you set you set a goal that's so big. I was points where I didn't even believe it. Mm-hmm. There, ask I tell I talk to uh heck about this all the time. He's like, where did you get the date from though? Cause he starts laughing because it was such a random date. Mm. Yeah, as like, I made it up. Like I literally made it up. He's like. So he's, we're just staring at each other. He's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Heck, I I grabbed my calendar. Look at him. I'm gonna do it. You have to put. When it comes to reaching your goals, you have to set a date. You have to put a timeline. Time, yep. It would. You're gonna. You're gonna get lackadaisical. You're gonna stop. You're not gonna. You're not gonna hustle as hard. You're gonna give yourself too much cushion room, and it's not gonna happen. And the universe loves speed. So when you act on something, there's all the law of attraction coming into. So when you act on A thought or when you act on an idea immediately fast as soon as you start thinking about something like grab the laptop start doing your research figure it out put put a timeline down um, write an outline start talking to people contact the 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 proper individuals Um, if I told you guys the budget that I put everything together with and on and the experience that I had um, with both prior to doing this you would laugh because it's basically nothing yeah literally nothing so when the possibility is the reason why i'm so happy and proud of it plus i was able to dedicate it to my dad this is the reason why um because he to me he made something out of nothing and that was the point of doing on a no budget on a no experience i said if i can do this i have no experience in recording albums yeah i have no experience in um writing a book i wrote i never put a Book together where everything had to be cohesively making sense, mm. and 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 then both projects basically uh, complemented each other. It was uh, titled "The Motivation Files: Motivation to Master Your Day," and it was basically kind of little pictures into my life on how and why I guess I think the way I think and what motivates me. And a lot of the the, the book is really cool because you get a really close insight of who my dad was, and mm-hmm. or and then how I saw, viewed my dad anyway. Um, so that was when, when I said to myself, if I can accomplish this, this was beyond like my, if you asked me before that to me, was like getting my college degree or something like that, maybe buying my house. Mm. Um, but this was totally different and I had projects all in between that, but I put meaning behind it. So I had my why I had dates on both of them and the actually accomplishing them borderline scared me. Because I didn't know what I was doing. Um, But I figured it out. Um, I did it. And to me, as just being a man, I stuck with what I said I was doing. And I did it. And I did it within 2015. And so I said, if I can have one of these before my 10-year anniversary, and I always talk about the 10-year anniversary. 10-year anniversary is uh, in 2006 when I got introduced to uh, the personal development industry. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And they said um, within 10 years you would basically become, if you study every day on a subject matter, you basically become an expert on the, so I said I wanted to do something (laughs) to prove that I had some form of knowledge um, in this area, and uh, here we are. Hopefully, I'll have three, maybe four projects under my belt within that 10-year time frame.
2: When did you know you achieved it? Was it when it was complete? Was it a week after? Like, when did you know you would achieve the goal? Like, was it a feeling?
0: Yeah. It was um, the day the release day, or like the night before, or whatever it was. Because even my book, <laughs> there the file got corrupted the day it was supposed to release. So I woke up. It was like four o'clock in the morning. I'm. I was in my office for three hours, trying to recover this file that got my book that got corrupted. So. When it went from exchange from my laptop to, which had like, it's like Google, it's Google Docs or something. Mm -hmm. And then I had to change it because that file got corrupted. Somehow the email went through of this corrupted file to my desktop computer and it was Microsoft Word, which is totally different, but they kind of communicate together. I don't know. So all the edits were off. Mm. all the fonts were off everything was off so then once i actually recovered it took me two and a half hours to recover the the um document i was then spent like about a half hour uh doing all the formatting just, stuff yeah. and turning it into a pdf and all that kind of stuff how, how close On were you to tears? Day, how close were you uh, to tears i i wasn't it was just i was just straight up um I, I, I had to do it. I don't even know what it was. It was like, I didn't You're even focused? have time to think. Yeah, it wasn't even, I wasn't not even there. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not leaving or going anywhere until this is done. And I just made it, somehow it happened. I haven't, I couldn't even tell you. So even on release day, things can go wrong. Mm. Um, for the album, that was for the book. For the album, it was the night before. Um, Cause when you release, we, we know now with like the podcast, once you upload the stuff, um, it, 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 you say, oh, it's going to come out on Tuesday. It would come like maybe a couple hours before. I had no idea. They said, give it 48 hours. So it took 24, almost like between 24 and 36 hours. And it was already on iTunes, but I didn't say anything to anyone. I was like, this is can't be real. Is this real? <laughs> but they didn't approve my, um, my, my photo yet. So that's why I didn't say anything. I'm like, oh, it kind of looks corny. Like there's nothing. <laughs> so I'm like, dang, yo, is this now it's like, it's, probably like 1130 at night the day before the release and it'll drop at midnight and uh i get an email it was like eleven forty-five. uh your your picture got approved or everything got approved or whatever and it went through and i remember just going on my phone and going to itunes or whatever on my phone and seeing it was just there yeah 15 minutes before release it went pink it went right in huh like it slid like i was like sliding into home plate and kind of just missing the tag i'm like oh dude it's on there yeah. And so I saw it was like fourteen ninety nine. I'm like, yo, this is real. Like this happened, <laughs> totally made up. Never did anything like that in my entire life. Made the whole thing up. Made the dates up. Made, <laughs> got people together who never worked together. Um, produ- from production to beat making to equipment, um, putting other projects off to the late nights uh, out back till two three in the morning, uh, writing the. The, the lyrics and stuff for, for this because um, I'm not one of those guys who's like okay this is the time that I'm going to write I it's like going to uh, it's like a feeling cuz to me that's when I I'm, I'm going to get the most out of what I'm doing it comes about naturally yeah I can't just sit there and like oh uh, Velez, you have from 2 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. you have from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. to um to come up with something creative and it's like dude that's that shuts me down actually yeah yeah, yeah. so when I come out um, in a more natural way that, that that you know, for me, that's what works for me. So, that was um, something that you just saw unfold literally, like in slow motion. It was extremely emotional. Um, the process was mm-hmm. because I was I felt like I was just doing it by myself. There was it wasn't like a team. Um, you had someone who's doing the produ- uh, the producing part. So yeah, you had to do some teamwork there. Um, yeah, someone who made the beats. But that was it. Everything was just like, all right, dude. So I have I have the equipment, I have the beats. Now produce something. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's like this empty, um, almost uh, quiet thought that comes in your mind. Like, dude, it's literally up to me right now. Like I have to make this happen. I said I was going to make it happen. I have to make it happen. There's something that goes along with that, and the belief you give on the people around you too. If you said you're going to open up a barbershop, you never ever opened up a barbershop, right? Yeah. If I said I'm gonna write a book this year and it just didn't happen, you got to be honest with you, you guys wouldn't even say anything. You're just like, Oh yeah, or you might ask, Well, you go have to the book or whatever, but yeah. you guys just let it go. But if the following year I said the same the same stuff, you guys are like, Oh, okay. Yeah. All right It'll The following year yeah. you were like, Dude, just stop talking about it. seriously? Yeah. yeah. Cause now you you guys would be judging me in a totally different uh way. Credibility. Yeah. yeah. So then the fact that I said, yeah, I'm going to write a book. Yeah, I'm going to put an album together. Boom, boom, boom. I'm putting off a couple other projects, and we're going for it. And it happened. And that whole time, I maintained the blog. Yeah. Um. And then, then we came back and did the podcast. This was another dream that, once again, I gave that. This is probably your thing, your
1: baby. Yeah, Cause this, yeah this is a, I guess a combo of me and you. Because we've talked about just a pod, pod, podcast in general over the past like year plus. So it was like in the midst of all that, we were kind of like always – um spitballing back and forth anyway about some of this stuff but like how to actually go about certain things even like even like when you were doing stuff with um scott scott yeah like even he was starting some of his own stuff too it was like we kind of had ideas about you know how to back that stuff up stuff too you know with um i think certain online entities but yeah but they when, once you finish all that and we actually got serious about talking this it was just like it was what, one friday and just like the next, the weekend after that was like it was set. We had everything, all the equipment ready to go, and yeah, so it happened super quick. So I was like, yeah, so it was crazy. Like even like when we know what we want to do and just like, and you have the means to do it at that moment and just kind of yeah. have to go and do it.
0: Yeah, this was something we, we talked about. Well, it was brought up multiple times to me that people had said oh, you should do, um, kind of move from the blog to a podcast. Um, people want to listen. Uh, more it's more available and it's not different. everybody consumes stuff the same way some exactly. people like
1: video some people like audio some people like reading so yeah. and obviously especially nowadays everything's going away from written word unfortunately so audio is the best thing because people can just listen in the car and right. drive, you know and get right. the same same information except you know it's just a different way of doing it so. absolutely
0: yeah so we <laughs> that was it the other two projects were done I said Gabe were you know I think the podcast Let's was go. ready to rock and roll. Let's go. And within a week, we had the equipment, uh, talked to these guys about it. Everyone loved the idea, and it started happening. I mean, we were terrible when we first started, yeah. but... Yeah, there there's episodes
1: nobody will ever hear. We'll the try, Unknown man. Files. The ones I, I probably won't ever listen to again, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, we we got our, our practice in to even get to this point, but... um, and Obviously, we had a little snafu along the way, but... Yeah, it's it's been a crazy, I mean... As far as like even learning some of this stuff, it's crazy. Stuff I, I never thought I'd even be doing at this point.
2: It's awesome. Yeah.
0: So so the road to success um, can be a tough one, and things will definitely get challenging. What advice you give to a person? Uh, would you give to a person who's looking for a little encouragement um, along the way to their goals?
1: I guess surround yourself by people supporting you. Because yeah. I mean that like like I always said before is like the you by yourself could always get like, you get lost in what you're doing. Like you said, you're always super focused and all this stuff, but always sharing your experiences, like what you're doing with the, obviously the people closest to you, like they'll always encourage you and keep you kind of going keep your, it kind of gives you um, something to strive for. Cause you want to, you want to do good by, by what you're saying. Like you said, you want to keep your word. So you want to prove to other people that you are going to do what you're, what you're set out to do.
0: Absolutely. For me, I always talk about this, but it, this is what works for me, and I can only talk about my own experience, is why. Always remember why you started and how basic that sounds. Sometimes we need to keep just keep things basic. We got to keep things simple. Um, we complicate things with all this other opinions and, and technology and, and make things more difficult on ourselves and what they actually have to be. Keep it simple. Why did you start this? Why did you start going to school? Why did you start um dreaming about opening up your own business why did you start this relationship why did you start uh, you know building this house um you if you just go by back to your why to me that will give you your fuel mm-hmm. that's going to give you enough uh, it might just be looking at staring at your, your 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 little baby boy your little baby girl right in the eyes mm-hmm. that's it that's all you need boom you're you're fired up again and uh you're, gonna, you're about to go make it rip but I don't know if if you know your why, that that's everything. Forget how we get we get real twisted up in the whole how thing, and, yeah. and it it can be very discouraging. The reason why you don't want to know, I'm gonna tell you something. This is what happened with me with the album and the uh, and the book. I literally didn't know how. When I started writing down the how and oh I gotta do this and I and I gotta do, I overwhelmed myself, mm. and I'm sitting there writing down the how for something I never did before. So literally, how would I know? Yeah. I just kept putting, I took a a little step to uh, attaining that goal every single day. That's all I did. That's my, the only, the difference maker was I remembered why I was doing it and I took a little baby step towards achieving that goal every day because it changed. The one route I thought I was going and who who I thought was going to do the, help, help me with the beats and all that stuff, didn't ever happen. So that totally changed. But who cares about the how? I knew why I was doing it so the fact that it still happened is really the goal right yeah Yeah. i say why is your equals fuel
2: yeah for if if somebody was looking for encouragement uh for me i would uh, i would tell them look look within if you're looking for an outside source to fuel you you're you're, i guess you're looking in the wrong spot Mm. you know similar to what jim says you know find your why but look from within you're going to go through these trials and tribulations through the process look within because if you're looking for outside sources and maybe it might work but that's more of a superficial energy mm. if you can find it from within that's going to fuel your project your goals or whatever you're looking for find it in you first and then look for you know look for little things to keep you moving but the only way to get you going is is looking from within and, and finding out you know are you really going to do it cuz you're really you're testing your own metal at that point
0: well you you, you and your wife put um a lot of work into your house and Mm -hmm. I mean we're creeping past a year or so or a year plus or whatever it was Mm -hmm. I mean what do you guys attribute um your tenacity um your persistence and your the consistency of accomplishing a set goal that is a longer term goal that it took a you know much you know, longer time. I don't know if that's what you guys have planned or if that's just a goal that takes that long.
2: Uh, no, no. It was supposed to only be like a summer project. And, and here we are <laughs> a full year later. Um, patience is the biggest thing. Um, like you talked about, you know, it, it, it was little steps. You know, we took a big swing and, you know, we hit the ball pretty hard and we got it moving, but then it started to slow down. The hill wasn't as steep anymore, it was like slow, gradual steps um and then it went you know it got to the winter and it was like an uphill battle um so learning to and we had to look me especially had to look within and learn patience it was like oh man every day was well, nothing was getting done days turned into weeks weeks turned into months mm. and then here we are now we're finally you know we're at 95 percent. now we're finally tying up all the loose ends but um you know being patient understanding the process and now you know if you ask my wife and and, and me now it's just okay It happens when it's supposed to happen, and we'll continue to push, and we're always pushing. But you know, the light's at the end of the tunnel, so um, just being patient. It's gonna happen. You know, that's from within. I'm looking at it's gonna happen. That's all I keep telling myself. It's gonna happen. So it's it's okay to dream
0: bigger. Because so you guys had a goal and then you're like, you know what, let's do X, Y, and Z now too. Yeah. Well, and you got more
2: aggressive. Yeah, the goal, the goal really was just put a half bathroom in and from a half bathroom turned into a laundry room. An <laughs> addition. House. Yeah. It was a whole addition, uh, hardscaping. I mean, we had to, it, you know, the, the contractor essentially built, rebuilt the whole house. Um, and was what was a very small budget turned into a, a much larger budget and, we didn't know how. We knew why we were doing it, but we didn't know how we were going to get there. We figured it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, And we made it happen. But until you're in that situation, uh, man, you, you don't know. So we just continue to push forward. That was it.
3: No, I was just going to tag along with Manny. It's really like being strong-minded, strong-minded with patience. Absolutely. Like you set your goal to what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Some people like try, like they want to share their goals or whatever and gets knocked down by other people. And then they feel like the little person like, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe yeah, not, yeah, yeah. but it's all within you. And then they tried to do something. and it Like Manny said, it takes a lot longer. They're like, they're expected to, to accomplish something in six months and it turns into 12. That's like, you have to be patient, but as long as you're strong minded and you're, you're willing and you keep pushing and pushing and pushing, it's definitely going to fall through. And it could be something with a, a bigger, bigger project that I want to do this in two years. It might let la- might turn into five years later. But there's always like little steps in between that'll that'll get you there. Absolutely. Yeah. But keep it strong. Like keep stay focused. Do what you think is right. Like don't feed off of other people. But obviously, circle yourself like Gabe said around same people who who think alike and are pushing you and helping you even more. And uh, it'll it'll happen. It'll all fall in place. Just stay strong-minded. So it's like, how
0: bad do you want it? Yeah. Yeah, because if you if you tell someone your dream, they knock it. And, and
3: then Yeah, they laugh and think it's stupid.
0: Right. And then you then give up on it. Yeah. There was nothing you're
3: weak, behind that. Your yeah. just weak, uh, weak. Yeah, you're the dope. Yeah.
2: You're, 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 look from within. If you if you really I mean it's it's it was amazing going back talking to about your spoken word and your uh the book. That was one of my favorite things to watch happen for somebody else. Like, man, he he did that. You know, how, you know that takes balls to do. For somebody who has no idea a good, bad, wrong right it could be the worst book in the world. I enjoy it. I listen to the spoken word album um uh, still to this day i I enjoy it, yeah, and I think more so was just me knowing him personally was damn the struggle to yeah. get there. there was no big you know big budget, it wasn't a recording label. it was like, hey, man, I got a couple mics and beats and a lot of stuff I want to say, let's make it <laughs> happen so um uh, it's just unbelievable that you were able to turn out such a, a a product um and all it was was just you know your own. Self worth and the mental fortitude to go ahead and get it done. So, I mean, it's much kudos.
0: Yeah. And going back to that, st- talking about being sh- like what Goose was saying and what Manny said, uh, being strong minded or whatever, there was a lot of um, negativity that came with doing something that was different, doing yeah. something that wasn't in my natural realm. There was a lot of question marks being thrown around or whatever. But I already knew, like I said, I already knew why and how bad I wanted it um that's all that matters yeah. that should that's the only thing that should matter just and the, obviously my partner my wife was 100% supportive yeah. and whatever um she knew and so that 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 was really the only conversation i really had not even that i you know asked her i was just telling her this this is what i want to do yeah. and she's just supportive in that sense so uh she went for it and she knew that i was going to be up late night and Basically, I was in my backyard writing on a yellow legal pad. Half the time, half the time I was texting in my the notes section of my iPhone. And that's the technology we used. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. It was just a heart to you know, pull it through. But it was like what you guys are saying. You have to be strong-minded with that kind of stuff. All right, so dad life segment. Do you set goals for your kids? Is there a reward at the end of the tunnel? Uh, for for example potty training completing a great level or sports or or anything i know for us we're train we're potty training james at this moment there's not no actual goal i mean the goal is obviously to complete the training uh so he can uh successfully uh, use the bathroom without you know the diaper thing or whatever but um I, he I th- he's too young at this point to set a specific goal for that but i mean that's just my experience he's only two. I mean, you guys have older kids you you set any goals for them or you, you get them in that mindset that they have to accomplish something or is that just kind of
2: too early for that I, i'm I'm getting we're getting there seven is getting there yeah, um they start to understand things a little more um I did like a couple years ago this one summer I was like you're gonna read a book or you're gonna do this and he was I set goals for him, he was like, meh, because he wasn't into it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, so I, as we move forward and you find things they like or things that um, you think they would accomplish, because yeah. for me, setting the goals at this young, young uh, of an age is more of a confidence booster. Like, I can do it. Kind of starting, mm. you're kind of setting the pathway for for, for future, for adulthood, for adolescence, um, and your teenage years is you're set a goal and do it. Um, so if they've done it once, they can do it again. So for me, it's just kind of setting them up for the future. So I haven't done anything um, yet this summer. Summer's, you know, a weekend, some change in. Uh, but for me, is for him to, to read books and continue, uh, you know, working towards, you know, grade two type stuff. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, so it really sounds like at this moment, it's really speaking the strength into him into them sure mm-hmm. um, and encouraging them giving mm-hmm. them the confidence because um, I definitely believe that if, if my dad said or my mom said you can do it I literally believe what they said you're, as a kid you're hanging on every word your parents says sure. I mean naturally for, for I would say for the majority of kids if the dad um, or the mom is actively in their life that's their first role model uh, whoever it is. Because that's what they were to me. It was like, I I loved, I respected my mom and I respected my dad. So when they said something like, you can do it, I believed them. Because, you know, they're the ones who are helping me and encouraging me on, on other, you know, subject matters in my little life. At the yeah, age actually. of seven or something, whatever it was. Yeah, um, That was, I think that was like one of the first times my mom told me I, I can go to college and do whatever I want. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know specifically what that was. Like school? <laughs> I, mean, I just started <laughs> you want be extended another five more years <laughs> but uh yeah I think I think it's huge I think um, I'm not sure where you start to set goals and there's probably some you know child psychologist or expert out there that can you know maybe contact us and give us some more you know, shed some more light on that but I definitely setting goals is one thing but I if if, if you just encourage them and, and build them up to be a better person, I think you can't go wrong. Sure. Remember that we are raising the future, and it's up to us, in a sense, whether we want a strong future or a weak one.
2: Yeah.
0: We want to develop leaders or a bunch of followers. So it, it, that 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 starts in the household. Mm-hmm. Uh, these little kids m- at one day may lead a nation that sounds like very strong when you say that they could be you know the next astronaut they could be the next you know whatever they want yeah uh the the you don't know what these little lives are destined to be so when you play such an you know important part um in their life, I think it's almost a duty and a responsibility to be encouraging them and uh sharpening their little minds to be the best that they can be sure. All right, so that wraps up this episode of the Rotated Views Podcast. We like to end every episode uh, with two quotes, and these two quotes are coming from Mario Andretti and Zig Ziglar. Uh, So the first one's from Mario Andretti. Desire is the key to motivation, but it's determination and commitment to an unrelenting pursuit of your goal, a commitment to excellence. That will enable you to attain the success you seek. Uh, that's that's a pretty powerful statement.
3: Yeah.
0: And then the following one is by Zig Ziglar. What you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. Wow. Um, yeah, that was almost like you want to drop the mic on that bad boy. Uh, thank you, Zig Ziglar. Uh, one of the godfathers, in my opinion, of personal development industry. So... Um, that wraps up this episode. Um, in this episode, we discuss goal setting for our kids, sticking to our word, achieving our goals and understanding the process. And we wrapped it up with two of those quotes I just read off by Mario Andretti and Zig Ziglar. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website